Nidharam Perik Tes Mishnah Aleph 9-1. And now we begin a new topic, and that will carry with us through to the end of the Masechta, which is the topic of undoing Nidharam. A Nidharam that was binding, we're going to undo it. And that can happen in one of two ways. Either it's called Hataras Nidharam, or Hafaras Nidharam. Now to be Matir Nidharam, like the word Matir Asurim, to undo it, is the topic of this chapter, Perik Tes. Um, and Hafaras Nidharam, to may fear to to um to cancel that will be the topic of chapters ten and eleven. Hatara happens through a chacham, uh, an expert in the darm who is Savir Gamir, who is learned, um, not only learned in the halachas of Nadarm, but also um, is very um, highly logical and, and a clever person. Um, whereas Haf. Or it can happen through a bezdin of three, um, three hediotos, any any three people, even if they're not um, world class, experts in Nadarm can do it. And the Shulchan Aruch says nowadays that's the only way we do Hataras Nadarm. Hafaras Nadarm, the topic of the next two prakim after this one, will discuss how a husband or father, under certain circumstances, can um, can cancel the nether that his wife or daughter made, the details safe over there. But here in Hatara, oh, just the essential difference. The essential conceptual difference is that Hatara, our topic, uh, means um, that we say that the nether was retroactively never binding. We pull it out from its roots, we say it never, never took effect. Retroactively, we're back in time, so to speak. Whereas Hafara, the cancellation of the vow that the father or, or husband does, um, only takes effect from when it's canceled, um, but until that point, the netter was binding. Okay, so we'll discuss Hafara in the 10th parak. He'll talk about Hatara in the 9th parak here, um, the the, um, the annulment of vows. And the basic idea is that we're saying that the nether wasn't binding from the very beginning. And that can happen in one of two ways. Either through Harata, regret, translated literally, or Pesach, an opening, literally. The basic conceptual difference is that charata means that one regrets has has always regretted the netter. He never meant it. Since the time he blurted out in anger, his netter, whatever the story is, he never really meant that he wanted to be restricted in such a way. Um, so the netter itself was never meant, you know, he didn't really mean it. He regrets making it in the first place because he never really meant it. As opposed to Pesach, which is finding an opening, which is that he meant the netter at the time. It's just that there's a consequence of the nether that he didn't um, take into consideration, and if he would have taken that into consideration at the time he was making the nether, he would have never made the nether. So in both those cases, whether it's Kharata or Pesach, we're saying the nether isn't binding from the outset because he didn't mean it, or he didn't mean it fully because he didn't understand the consequences of it in the case of Pesach, and therefore he's not bound, and therefore we say he never was bound. Now, um, the question is, and this is the starting point of our parak here, what kinds of things can be used as a Pesach, where to tell the person, the the, the Chochem, the, or the Bezdan would say to him, listen, if you'd have thought about this consequence at the time, would you have still made the nether? Okay, so, the first topic here, our Mishnah says, is Rabbi Eliezer Omer Poschen La'adam Bechvod Av Ve'imo. Rabbi Eliezer holds that one of the legitimate ways in which a person could find a Pesach, meaning a Chacham could find a Pesach to release someone from his nether, is the honor of the no-dare's parents. That is to say, um, they would say to the fellow, you know, a guy comes and says, you know, I took a nether never to eat cheese ever again. Cheese was forbidden to me like a Corban. Um, 
And the but now, Rabbi, I want to undo it. So the Rabbi says, at the time, did you mean to restrict cheese? He says, yes, at the time, I didn't want to eat cheese. So Charat is out. So we need a Pesach. So has to be, we have to come up with a consequence he didn't consider um, at the time, which would have, if you would have thought about it, would have um, led him not to make the net in the first place. So the thought here is that one of those possibilities could be the honor of his parents. Why would that be the case? Because making a net in the first place is considered to be a, a bad move. The din really is that a person who makes a netter, even if he's Makaim as netter, he keeps netter, he's Nikra Russia, he's called a Russia, a bad person. So it's just not the right thing to make the Dharm. So this guy did a netter, but he's, it was foolish to do. And the thought is maybe when his you know his parents' friends hear about the fact he took this netter to stop eating cheese, his parents will be humiliated. They'll say, "Listen, what kind of a look? What kind of kid you raised? The kind of kid who takes on the dharm, or a, you know, which is a, which is not the right thing to do." So you you were bad parents, and the parents will be embarrassed. So the question is, can we go to this fellow and say, if you'd have thought about your parents' honor at the time, would you have still made the nether? So now, really, make or if the guy would say, "You know what? I never thought of my parents, but if I would have stopped taking taking into account, I certainly would have not made the nether." That would be a perfect pesach, and we could therefore do hatara. The problem is, and the Rabbi Lezer says, that's fine. So that's exactly what we do do. But the Chachamim Osram, the Chachamim say, no, you can't. You can't use your parents' honor as a legitimate Pesach. Why? Not because it couldn't work in theory. But we're concerned that the guy will simply lie. What does it mean to lie? He, he'll be ashamed of the fact that he couldn't really care about his parents' honor sufficiently. So even though the truth is, when he took the nether of the cheese, he said, listen, uh, the truth is, he was 16 years old. He was, you know, couldn't care about his parents enough to, you know, stop himself from taking on this nether. So he would have made it anyways. But he doesn't want to admit to that, to the bezin, because that's a nasty thing to say. I don't care about my parents and their humiliation. So he will be dishonest and say, oh, yes, you know what? My parents, I wouldn't want to hurt them like that. But we're concerned really he would have. So therefore, they would they would erroneously, they would erroneously be matched that nether. Really, he's still bound by it. Then when he eats cheese after that, it's an Israel Raisa. Therefore, the rabbis say, no um, using the honor of your parents as a Pesach. So now the next line of the Mishnah, there's two ways to understand it. Um, according to the Bartanura, Amrabi Tzadik, Tzadik now comes and he's coming out to support the Chachamim, that one could not use parents' honor as a Pesach. According to Ran, um, he's actually coming, he really agrees with Rabbi Lazar. So let me, let me, um, do the Bartanura first, as I always do, then we'll come back to it. So the way the Bartanura reads it, it's Amr Tzadik. Reb Tzadik says, and he's really supporting the words of the Chachamim, If you're going to go and take the parent's honor into consideration when you monitor nether, so then, Why don't you, by that same logic, even say, um, if the honor of Hashem, so to speak, was, uh, if you realize that's what it did to Hashem's honor, to go against his wishes and make this nether. So then would you make the nether? You could even do that. Um, obviously, obviously, um, if you would say that, in Cain, ain't the darm. And if we go that far, so then the whole, the darm, the darm's out the window. According to the way the Abaye learns that sentence in the Gemara, that means um, you, you would, people would come to neder um, in uh, ways that are not appropriate. This would just lead us to people, um, you know, lying all the time, and therefore we couldn't get anywhere. Rav on the Gemara on that says, no, the issue is that um, 
people would say, listen, that becomes a Pesach that doesn't even need a Chacham. People stop going to Chacham altogether to be mat the nether. If we would have that possibility of saying uh, that there's no, that there's no, um, that even Hashem's honor is a reasonable Pesach. And therefore, that would be going too far. According to the Ran, the way to read this is Amr B'tzadik, B'tzadik, not only does it agree with Rabbi Lazar, it says even further. He says, not only could you rely on the covet of your parents, so, you could even ask a person about Hashem's honor, and to that, the, that'd be legitimate, says Rabbi Tzadik, according to Ran, to which the mission responds, no, that'd be going too far, Rabbi Tzadik, so, so don't think about that. Again, Abai, because people will end up erroneously making the Dharm mutter when they aren't. According to Rav, they wouldn't ask in the first place, they'll just walk away thinking this netter wasn't even called in the first place. At all events, says the Mishnah further, Umodum Chachamim, the Rabbi Eliezer, the Chacham do agree with Rabbi Eliezer that you could use your parents' honor as a Pesach, Bedavar Shebeinu Levin Avimo. If we're talking about a netter which was directed against the parents specifically, if a guy says, my father will never come to my house again, it's forbidden to him like a korban. So in that case, they agree, Sheposkel Bechvar Avimo, they could say, listen, um, we know you wanted to keep your father at your house, but did you think about the humiliation that calls him that people knew you did such a thing? And if he says, oh, I didn't think about that, I'm sorry, I wouldn't have done it if I thought about that, that would be a good Pesach. Why? Because like I said before, in principle, a parent's honor is as good a Pesach as any. The concern was that people will lie and say they, they're because they're embarrassed to admit they don't care about their parent's honor. But in the case where anyways the guy's taking a nether against his father or mother, so obviously he's not afraid to be um, chutzpahdik towards them, and with regard to them, and therefore we can believe him if he says, you know, I didn't want him in my house, but I didn't want him to be humiliated. Um, he, we don't assume he's lying, so we could accept that, and therefore that would be a legitimate Pesach, even according to the Chachamim.